What's happening, Roto Bonners? Welcome back to the Roto Podcast. Pete Davidson here on a Sunday morning. Mostly to say, I'm sorry if I let you down this week. I know um, I've been a little late with the content. It's not the usual stuff, not as much detail. And this podcast is going to be a pretty mega letdown as well. Uh, I do have a couple things I'm going to talk about, but this is going to be, I think, hopefully about 10, 15 minutes at the very, very longest. Um... Not about to get into politics here, but you guys know what I've been up to. Um, I barely slept this week. And uh, did a lot of celebrating last night, although I did keep it reasonable. Didn't stay up late or anything like that. I'm actually feeling pretty good right now. Um, so let's just get into a couple things on this slate. Really, I just want to, what I'm really doing here is I'm just sort of putting everything up, um, you know, on its face. Just let you guys know what I'm doing. Um, I'm probably not even going to make a cash lineup this week. I'm probably going to make about five GPP lineups just to have a little fun with it. Uh, because there are a couple games that I want to stack just to see what, uh, what comes of it. And the four games that really stick out to me, I think Seattle-Buffalo is pretty obvious. And I think I will probably attack that game the most because I want to have some Allen lineups and I may do some Russ lineups as well. It's a question of actually getting there. Um, I probably will. I, I may make maybe four lineups from this game and then look at making some lineups from some of these other games. So maybe I'm lying about four lineups total. Maybe it'd be like eight. Um, but the other game I really like, well, there's two other games that I really like. I like Houston and Jacksonville. Um, because there's a lot of ways to go about stacking it from the Deshaun side. I'm not, I'm not getting into the Luton side, but basically, um, I want to make a couple Deshaun lineups. Uh, I don't know. I'll probably go game stacks with Fuller and Cooks. Uh, and then the beauty of it is that the bringbacks on the Jacksonville side, um, are, are very cost friendly. I'll probably do like a Shark and a LaVisca or maybe a Shark and a Keelan Cole. They're all similar. Um... I think the reason I may go with Shark and LaVisca over Cole, it's nothing against Cole, who's been playing really well, it's that I think they will want to create some easy dump-offs for for the young QB, which will maybe favor Chenault, but Luton's also an aggressive thrower, and Houston's not exactly a pass-rush team, so they may be able to take some real shots in this game. So I feel like the, the Watson stacks could really hit um, if Luton comes back and, and hits hits Shark on a, on a long one, and they can score some points. So uh, I definitely like this Houston game stacking from the Deshaun uh, perspective. Um, and then, well, there, there's two other games I want to get involved in. I'm going to go with the lesser one first. I think Carolina at KC, I'm interested in this game because I feel like Carolina is getting a little bit disrespected by Vegas. I feel like Carolina should maybe be 24, maybe even 25. Um, and that puts this game, you know, well into the 50s. So I, to me, all you need is Carolina to show up a little bit more than is being, um, you know, 
projected, and I think we could have something here. Now, the trick is that paying for Kansas City is not easy. Um, but the bringbacks are not so expensive, except for Robbie at 63. Um, you know, I think... And, and the thing is, if we're predicting a big day from from Carolina, I think Curtis Samuel at 44 is an interesting uh, place to come back. Obviously, he had a big game. That's not what, that's not really the reason I'm thinking about Samuel. We know he's been playing a lot every week. Um, so all three of Carolina, um, of the Carolina guys, are viable. Uh, I also think McCaffrey. I mean, he's God forbid they give us one week a little bit cheap, but I think a little bit of GPP exposure to McCaffrey is reasonable, and I, I may try to work some in. It's a question of getting to him. I mean, the price is tough. Um, now, stacking this game from the Kansas City angle, um, I mean, that's really where it gets harder because KC is priced up. Um, but, you know, if you're willing to sort of take the plunge, I think Mahomes at 81, tough to get to him. But I don't have to pay up to Kelsey this week. I can get my exposure to Kelsey through Mahomes um, and maybe bring back one of his cheaper options, maybe pay for Tyreek, although I don't know if this matchup is super great for Tyreek. Um, so maybe just letting go of Tyreek and maybe playing Kelsey if I can get there. I'm going to have to sort of work through this. I also sort of think because this is such a great crown matchup and nobody's going to play Clyde Edwards-Solaire, Bell did not look to have a lot of life in those legs against the Jets. This could be a big game for Hilaire. Um... So I'm going to mess around with that game. I don't know if I'm going to end up with any, you know, with more than maybe one lineup, but it's definitely, I think, an appealing game that people aren't going to be on if you like to go contrarian. Um, and then the last game I want to talk about as a game um, is Raiders at um, Chargers. Now, I think the Raid Raiders side is very compelling because of the prices. I can get Waller, Carr, and Ruggs or one of the other receivers in a stack very cheaply. Carr 57, Waller 58, Ruggs 49, a lot of upside there, a lot of volume mixed in there, uh, and then bringing back Chargers is easy. You've got nice options at various price levels. Uh, so I think this is a very stackable game. You can also stack it from the Chargers angle just as easily. Maybe that's even a better play, but then you have to pay up to quarterback, obviously. Herbert at 6,800, you know, that's... Uh. But I like this game, again, sort of in the same way of the Carolina KC game. I feel like this game is... The numbers should be higher. Um, uh, in fact, I think Silva said he's betting the over in this game for what it's worth. Um, and I, the other big thing, I talked about this with Hackett on the show this morning, but Joey Bosa is is going to be out almost definitely this game. Um, it, you know, confirm that, make sure. But if that's the case, there's two things that can happen. Either the Chargers are going to shake things up and bring some extra guys, which is going to make them much more vulnerable in the back end than we're used to, or they're going to stick with their paradigm, which is rush natural for rushers, in which case, without Bosa, you know, they'll double team the other side and they may not be getting there. And Carr with time is a pretty dangerous quarterback. So I this is definitely a game where maybe I'll do a Carr lineup and a Herbert lineup or something like that, but I definitely want to be involved in this game. So those really, for me, are the four games that I want to build around. I want to build around Raiders, Chargers. I want to build around Houston, Jacksonville. Uh, I'd like to dabble in Carolina and KC. And I think my primary focus um, is going to be on Seattle and Buffalo. Okay, so let's just do a quick little sort of position by position kind of thing. Um, you know, you, you've got my four games. Now, in terms of the quarterbacks I like, um, Russ and Allen, that's obvious from that game. Uh, we talked about Watson from the Houston game. We talked about Carr and Herbert. I think those are all good plays. I also 
you know, sort of tempted to mess around with Lamar. Uh, the price is friendly, and you never know when he's going to go off. Um, and I do think they're going to run more with Ronnie Staley uh, banged up. Um, let me see. Anything else at quarterback? No, nah, that... That pretty much does it. I mean, Kyler, I think, is a decent play as well. Um, let's take a look at some of these running backs. Running backs are sort of interesting. So I've got, I don't know, four or five sort of primary guys that I think are going to end up in a lot of my lineups. Those guys would be Justin Jackson, uh, Chase Edmonds, um, James Conner, um, Dalvin and CMC if I can get to them, Henry if I can't get quite that high, and then Josh Jacobs at 63, and Hilaire at 61. Those are sort of the backs I, that I'm working on. Um, it's really just going to be how I can best fit these guys into my stacks. Um, the, the guys I really like probably the most in terms of you know cost considered are probably Jackson, Edmonds, and Connor for what it's worth. And then when it comes to the receivers, I mean look, there's a lot of receivers I like I think, you know, my rate of exposure to these guys is going to have a lot to do with how these stacks play out um, and how the salaries fit in. I'm sorry, I'm still pretty early on lineup construction. Um, and again, I'm going to get this thing over in a couple minutes because I know you guys, if you are listening to this, you need to make your lineups too. Um, but on the receivers, look, I like Lockett a lot this week. He's got a price edge on DK, but I also think I also think slot is where you want to be this week against Buffalo. So I'm on Lockett there. He's probably going to be in more of my stacks than DK. Uh, I'm on digs in that same game that's going to be a bit of a challenge to fit those guys in i think john brown if you can't get to digs makes a lot of sense julio obviously at 7200 um, is a really great value without ridley um, sort of like justin jefferson this week and i'm really on keenan allen no now that we know uh, he's going to be healthy but again most of my receivers are probably just going to be um, about what i'm stacking um, for the most part um, as far as tight ends go uh, I'm definitely liking Waller, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, the price is right. Um, he's looking at a lot of volume today. I mean, upside tight end of 5,800, that's that's tough to pass up. Uh, if you need to save some money, I think uh, both Hayden Hurst and Noah Fant are well-priced this week. Uh, I was sort of on Henry, but now with Allen back, I just think he's a solid value at 4K. I think Hurst is probably more of a guarantee for a target upgrade because Calvin Ridley's out. Uh, I also think Hawkinson's a good play this week for extra volume with, with Galladay out. So those are sort of the guys I like at tight end. If I was going to pay down more, uh, I would probably be going down... Uh, to Logan Thomas at 3700 or Trey Burton at 35 Those would be my uh, cost savers. Not real comfortable uh, going less than that. I mean, you could mess with Irv Smith at 29 really get funky and mess with Ian Thomas at 28 But I think I, I think Logan Thomas and Trey Burton are the paydowns for me. Um, that's going to do it. Um, if you're looking for defenses, obviously paying up to Pittsburgh makes all the sense in the world to get Gilbert uh, in his first NFL start. I think Washington uh, facing Jones is pretty good. Uh, Houston facing Luton in his first start, not bad. Falcons, real nice paydown. They're getting Drew Locke. So I think those are probably the places I'm going for the most part on defense. Um, and hey, uh, the talking part of this podcast came in at about 11 minutes. So hopefully that gives you guys a little something to go on if you want it. Blowing off my advice this week is probably not the worst idea. Uh, but the things I've been talking about, just so you know, uh, I've, I've done my work on that. So hey, uh, week 10 is not going to be like week 9. Uh, appreciate you all. Hopefully you uh, can forgive me that this week was a little light. Um, and go out and enjoy the day. Onward, upward. Hopefully we find our way to the winner's circle. Giddy up.